This is Your Health in Your Hands, a podcast series for the Open University on PHBs, personal health budgets. In this case study, we hear from Jonathan Fitzpatrick. He was diagnosed with Alzheimer's in his 50s. Now 68, after a short spell in a care home, he lives at home in Oxfordshire with his wife, Anna. Her aim is to look after him at home for as long as she can, so they built a new extension to allow him to sleep safely downstairs. Just to ensure that I'm going to let go. Is that right? In 2009, his behaviour deteriorated and therefore he had to go into a care home uh, because I uh, had to continue to pay the mortgage on the house and couldn't look after him at home. Yeah. Somebody new. Hello, is it? So, um, as I need uh, retirement, I uh, realised that we actually might have enough money uh, to be able to do something to the house to enable Jonathan to come home because he couldn't live upstairs anymore uh, because he couldn't manage the stairs. So it would need a downstairs extension. So this was converted into a walk-in shower. It's gorgeous. And um, so there's enough room here for two carers and Jonathan to have a shower. You had to create a personal support plan, I think it's called. That was done with the help of an Age UK broker. And then uh, that was then sent to Jonathan's healthcare manager to be signed off. Uh, and then um, and then he was able to come home. Put your coat on first. Put your coat on first. Okay, here we go. So for people who perhaps aren't used to organising care packages, what exactly does a broker do? So a broker will uh, help you to write the personal support plan. It's about the background, then it's about how Jonathan is now and what the issues are in various areas of care. So, for instance, Jonathan absolutely loves to be outdoors. So we want that to continue. And so what would you put in place for him to be able to enjoy the outdoors? Do you want to go outside? We go outside in the garden. How much money approximately do you get to spend on the care that you need for your husband? If you have a live-in carer, it's £850 a week for the live-in carer. And then after that, the uh, live-in carer has to have a break of at least three hours a day. So then you have to pay for that relief. Then also um, you get funding for respite. How that was explained, it was things that you you wouldn't normally do on a regular basis. So that might be your hairdressing appointment. So you might get money to be able to go, um, to be able to ask for a carer to come in so that you can go for a hairdressing appointment. That might be the case. So basically it's a bit like a hospital bed um, so that um, you can lift that needs to be lifted because he chokes. Say you decided that the relief to care, you were going to do it instead of a carer coming in, then the money that you save for that can go for things like, for instance, music therapy or you know, going to a concert or, or, or activities that Jonathan could participate in. I suppose it's quite nice to have something the way you can manage your money like that down to the last 15 quid it's a bit more like real life yes definitely yeah absolutely you, you have got to keep track of things and get on top of you know like sending timesheets off 
etc. For if you have a personal assistant, which I do have on a Sunday morning. Um, so it's like suddenly you think, oh, it needs to be in by so-and-so, so you need to be quite organised. But no, it's it's really flexible and it's lovely, a really lovely way of doing it. OK, I'm just going to pull your zip up. That's it. Are you encouraged to think a long way ahead or are you encouraged to take a very much day-by-day view? I think I'm very much a day-by-day view. It's the here and now. So when you write the personal support plan, it's about now, not about the future. But that is then reviewed. It will be reviewed in three months and then again after that so that his needs are continually being met. My last question is when it gets to 8.30 at night, are you exhausted? Yes, but it's a lovely exhaustion. It's great now. I am tired, but at least I'm tired in my own home. (laughs) When we first went, although you know that there's something wrong, but there was a hint that it might be uh, dementia, when we came out of the hospital, I I can remember us both going into a phone box because I had to phone work and say that I I wasn't coming back because I was too um, upset. We both cried standing in the phone box, and the first thing Jonathan said to me is, will I be a cabbage? And I said to him, you know me, Jonathan, I won't let you be a cabbage. (laughs) Anna and Jonathan Fitzpatrick. You're listening to an Open University podcast series called Your Health in Your Hands. The Open University. For more information, go to www.open.edu dot edu forward slash iTunes U.